Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. We are digging into part two of creating boundaries that stick. Five steps to prioritizing everything you have to do in life and business with my boundary blueprint. I hope you're ready for the next two steps. If you missed it, go listen to yesterday's episode number 452 and then pop over to this one and and continue. So this is a conversation I had over on Sasha's podcast, Intentional Abundance Life Podcast. And I think I knew that you guys would love it. So I asked her if I could air it on my show and Um, The feedback I've gotten is already amazing, so super excited for you guys to hear the rest of our conversation today. And as a quick reminder, if you are not part of our Facebook community, I want you to fix that. We would love to connect with you over there. Um, It's just full of God-led women who are building businesses God's way, who are starting podcasts. We have almost 8,000 people in the group, and it's value. There's no spam. There's no weird salesy stuff happening over there. It's truly so encouraging, and it's a way for you to connect with other like-minded people who are running the same race as you. That's at stephgascommunity.com. That's S-T-E-F-G-A-S-S community.com. And have you grabbed your freebies? I have lots of fun free gifts for you over at stephaniegas.com. Just click on free in the top right corner and you can download lots of fun stuff over there. That's stephaniegas.com. And I can't wait. Let's do the thing. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or ways to get more clients? (laughs) Hey friend, welcome to The Stephanie Gass Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it. Clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. (laughs) This is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. I love it. I, I was actually just talking with somebody else about this like accountability aspect. And I was like, this is why I make appointments with other people and put it on my calendar. I have, you know, moms in the park meetup. That's this fellowship. I've partnered with another mom and we created a schedule. We put it out there. We invite other people because it allows me to go and like other people are counting on me to show up other moms, other, you know, I get to play with my kid while he's playing with other kids. And so even some of those things that like you're saying, you don't always want to sit down and play Lego is like making it. So you kind of have to, like, that's a way that I exercise accountability too. But, um, I think the communication is key. I think sometimes I can see moms who want to create this ideal schedule, but then they don't communicate with their husbands about it. 
And then their husband's like, what are you doing? Well, I'm living according to my schedule. And it's like, what schedule, you know, exactly. so I think it really, really is important to make sure we have that communication with our spouse, with our yeah. kids, and then honor, honor that after yes. we've, we've discussed it. And it's so fun, right? Like when you actually sit down and do the Legos or when I went and played Ninja, I had a blast. Like I was laughing. I would have easily skipped that though. Right. If I'm going what do I want to do right now? Ah. But like when you force yourself sometimes to have that pattern interrupt and you create this new boundary around this thing you want to do, or this connection you want to make, or this thing you want to serve in, there is beauty and favor and blessing in that obedience. Yes. So keep showing up for it. Okay. Number four, step four, we have five total steps. So we're on number four is the weekly inventory. So I have I have a couple, I have a hybrid system. So I have a paper planner, which has the colors has, where am I showing up? Where are these priorities? Where are the boundaries living? Right. What are my time scheduled events? They are in here, but then in my work block, I have an Asana project board. So I actually run my business from Asana. That way my planner doesn't have 500 projects in it that you have to transfer over every week. Cause that's crazy town. Right. But what I want to do every Sunday is I sit down just with the planner. The planner is enough because the planner is showing me my, my priorities overview. And I'm looking at the things that have that I check them off. So I'm looking at that and I'm, I'm circling the stuff that didn't actually happen. And I'm just asking myself why. It's just a simple inventory to find out why is this thing not happening that you wanted to happen in your life? And then do you see a trend? Is it always with the kids? Is it always the one thing you wanted to do with your spouse? Is it always the serving? Is it the work? Maybe you're avoiding the work stuff. What is the thing that you're finding consistent circles around so that you can be intentional about changing that behavior or changing the boundary? Here's an example. I was noticing that I was constantly skipping the time with kids. This was, I don't know, six months ago. And I had planned in 30 minutes a day of like focus kid time. And then I realized I had a, I had a meeting with one of my mentors and she's like, well, maybe that's just too big for you right now. Why don't you start with just like 10 minutes? I'm like, but that's not enough. And she's like, well, you're doing nothing. So I think that'd be better than nothing. And so I did the 10 minutes and then I had so much fun. It was like two weeks before I was really happy with the 30 minutes. So sometimes we have to just realize that maybe we set these big audacious boundaries and these big audacious time blocks that we've got to tiptoe into them. And we have to start, um, from a, from an easier, yes, from a place where we are going to have, have a yes. And I'm, I'm an awesome mom. I'm just, you know, busy. <laughs> oh, fun. Uh, I feel you there. I'm like, do I really want to play pretend food again? <laughs> like- Plus they're sweethearts. You know, it's like, it only takes, I mean, truly like the, in those 10 minutes, it was like, Oh, mom sees me. She cares what I have to say today. We've had a lot of fun. Okay. Bye. Like I'm done with you now. I'm like, Oh, like I was making this big ordeal around this thing that I thought had to be a certain way. And so we all, that's why we also bring God into our process because maybe your time blocks and your colors look completely different than mine. And maybe Sasha's look completely different than yours and know that that's absolutely okay because everyone's life is different. Everyone gifting is different. Everyone's callings are different. Um, so we have to be okay, not comparing ourselves, but just knowing that when God places peace in your heart, that you're doing it well, right. You're doing it well. Yes. So once you've circled all the stuff, you have to make a plan. 
So it's going to the next week and just adjusting ever so slightly, right? Like maybe the 5 a.m. didn't work for you. You were like, I wanted to wake up at five, like Steph and, and Sasha said, and meet with God. But like, you know, your girl needs a nap now. Like maybe that time doesn't work for you. Maybe it's nighttime. Maybe it's lunchtime. Maybe you're that person who wants five minutes, five times a day. I don't know. But you're going to find out what that is because you're going to find out what's not working. I used to try to work out at five in the morning and that one would always be circled. It was like, I just couldn't get my energy at that time. So now it's a nighttime. Now we work out at night. So you're going to pivot. You're going to weekly inventory. I like to do it on Sunday and then I'm going to make small tweaks. So that's step four. Anything on that one, Sasha? I just want to like reiterate those questions that you asked because they're so powerful. There's so much that comes out of the evaluation when you just take those few minutes to sit and look and ask. Um, and you had said, what is this thing that's not happening? Um, you know, all these, all these circles on your planner, um, is there a trend and then be intentional about shifting either the boundary or the behavior. Um, I think that's so powerful. And, and, when you were talking about shifting the boundary, I was like, Hmm, what does that look like? But then you shared about, you know, noticing, like making it something smaller. If you're not doing it, like, like the playing for 30 minutes, making it something smaller, more digestible. And then what you did was you created momentum through these small wins and small victories. And it really, um, I think God really shifted your heart in that. So I love that fully agree. And I am excited for step five. Okay. I love it. Um, I also had one thing I wanted to point. This is just a bonus tip for you mamas who maybe you're resonating with all the things I'm saying. I also found that sometimes the connection points, either with your kids or your spouse can be something that you're already doing. So for example, my youngest son loves to cook. So if I'm already making breakfast or I'm already making dinner, I pull him into that family time. And that also becomes Landon time. And then my oldest son, he loves art. He's all into that kind of stuff. So if I'm, if I'm doing something on the computer, I can actually set him up on his iPad to create a book and he'll build a book in Canva next to me. Cause he's eight and a half. And so sometimes your, your perspective on whatever the boundary is, you're thinking it has to look a certain way. Like I thought, Oh, I have to sit and play the Lego. That's the only way I'm having 30 minutes with, with my kiddos. But as I surrendered that and prayed to God, he was like, well, hold on. Landon loves to cook. You're already cooking. How about that? And oh, wow, look, Landon wants to do this. So keep your eyes open. Like if you can really pray that God will open your spiritual eyes around opportunity for connection in, in the things you're already doing every day. I know that that's been a big blessing in my life and for the kids too. Cause I think we naturally are like, well, I just do this faster or I just always do this by myself, but why it's kind of getting, asking more questions of yourself. Like, why do you do it this way? And why do you have to do it alone? And is there a way they can help you? So maybe if that blesses anyone. All right. Do you want to say anything, Sash? Well, I was just going to say for me, awkwardly enough, it's the dishes. Yeah. Whenever I'm doing the dishes, my little two and a half year old says, please. And so he has his own little scrubby and I'll just give him a cup and he'll wash the same cup like five times till we're done. Then I'll take it, actually wash it. But it's like, he just wants to be with me there while I'm doing the dishes. And for him, that's connection for him. That's quality time. And I could say no, because he always makes a mess of water and soap everywhere. And it's always down the front of him and all over the floor. But, but why say no, if that's a way that we can connect and 
heaven forbid, he's going to grow up loving to do the dishes and maybe do them with his wife one day. Like this would be fabulous. (laughs) What a win-win. I love that example. Now our fifth and final step to creating boundaries that stick is building in habits and routines into your week and into your day. And I'm going to let you know that habits and routines, they become an integral part of your subconscious over probably 21 to 35 days. So what's great is if you intentionally build a habit, you can, I have trouble with like, is it a habit is a routine? Often I think that a habit can become a routine or a habit can be embedded in a routine. It becomes something that you don't even have to think about anymore. It's natural. So now I'm not looking up to say, when did my boundary color stop and start? I'm asking, it's, it's inherently natural for me that at, oh, okay. At six, six fifteen, I stop my morning routine and I move into making breakfast for the boys. And then I hopefully have time to grab a verse. We'll talk about the verse over breakfast. These are things that have become a habit that are ingrained in the morning routine that we get ready for school. So this is a bit of an advanced one, but what I want you guys to do on a tactical level is as you look at your plan for the week, I want you to ask yourself, is there any opportunity in here to build a habit out of a routine and even habit stack? And I'll give you an example of that in a moment that I can track and practice because habits take practice. But after about 21 to 35 days, now you don't even think about it anymore. It's natural. Okay. So let me give an example. Um, let's say I've built out an idea for my morning routine where I'm going to wake up at five. Of course we got to pee, right? Of course I got to, hopefully you're brushing your teeth. You're going to make some coffee or espresso. I take the dog out to pee and all these little pieces, right? Well, we don't want to lose the time and wake, lose the thing we want. We don't want to get our phone and start scrolling because we got up with intention to do this thing with boundaries. So what I started with was kind of a list for myself. And you can put it on like a sticky note. You can put it in your Asana board, wherever that's going to look. And I said, an ideal morning routine looks like this. It looks like I wake up, I go pee, I brush my teeth. I take the dog out to pee. And then I wake up, I get my coffee. And then I leave my phone by the coffee pot. And then I turn the timer on the phone to 45 minutes and I leave it there. So now I'm walking over to my favorite chair. I know what Bible study I'm doing. So I'm set up for success. I'm opening it. And until the timer goes off, I am not allowed to go get my phone. So now you've created a habit stack of when I make my coffee, I turn on the timer and I set down my phone. You have three actions that now over time become ingrained. That's called a habit stack. You're always going to make your coffee every single morning. So you're going to tie an action that you don't do to something that you do do for 21 days and it's intentional. So that's one example of how you habit stack something that now becomes a natural, a natural thing for you. Um, let me try to think of another example. Okay. Here's another example. So when I sit down to a work block, okay, what do I want to do? I want to get up and get 500 different drinks. And then I have to pee. I always have to pee. I have bladder problems. And then you're like, oh, now like the dog has to go out and like, oh, let me scroll Facebook for a minute. And it's like, okay, Stephanie, you had three hours in green and you know exactly the project you want to work on. And you've wasted 45 minutes, right? So you're going to build, what is the ideal habit stack look like for this thing? All right, here's what it looks like. And you 
I had to build mine in a sauna to actually see like, what am I trying to create here? And then it took a lot of practice, but now it's supernatural. So mine looked like you get a water and I get a hot beverage and a cold beverage. Cause I'm so weird. So I get both. I set my diffuser with my essential oil. I've already gone to the restroom. The dogs are wherever they need to be, right? My phone is on airplane. I've let my husband and my mom and my best friend know that I am on a work block. So email me. Actually, they're on where they get through the airplane mode. So that's okay. And then I close all tabs except the one project I'm working on. That's what it ideally looked like for me. So as you create a habit stack of, okay, it's time to work. What do I do? I get my cold, my hot, and I set my phone on airplane mode and I close my tabs. We have a four action step thing that happens every single time we sit down to a work block. Now it becomes this repetitious practice. Maybe you have a sticky note for a while to remind yourself because we're not naturally going to do it. But over time, you become a high achieving person. You become productive. You become so focused and efficient at the thing you actually want to create because you have triggers, these little, you know, physical triggers that you're doing every time you move into a new habit or, or boundary area of your life. And anyway, those have been super effective for me and just know that takes practice. It's a little bit of an advanced hack that I have, but after 21 to 30 days, you're like, you're done. And you're like, I have literally done everything I set out to do. I did it super well. I didn't waste time. And I'm, I feel so fulfilled because each of your yellow things are checked off. Or if you're Sasha, you're pink and purple, right? Like each of your greens are checked off and you, you can live a life with intention. Like you really can do it. So anyway, those are all the tips I have for creating boundaries to stick. Awesome. Okay. A couple of things. One, it's not bladder problems. It's you like to drink. I'm the same way. I came down here. Like I always, I'm like, do I really need so many things? <laughs> I have my cold brew that I finished and my water bottle. And, um, so I just thought that was so funny. Cause I'm the same. I'll drink all of my water bottle and I've got the big, like 40 ouncer, and then I'll start drinking my husband's. <laughs> so mad. funny. I'm glad I like, know it's not just me. <laughs> Yes. So I absolutely love this. I actually, if, if you don't mind, I've got another example to share Love it, because I have a client who she had that same sort of thing where she's like, well, I want to get up. I do get up and I spend time in the morning scrolling social media and like, well, what's something you always do every morning, make yeah. a cup of coffee like that. I said, put your Bible next to your coffee maker. Cause you're not going to look at your Bible and walk away from that. Like now we're way too convicted to do that yep. and yep. it changed her life. So it is just the thing you do do with the thing that you don't do. And I'd never yep. heard of this term habit stack before. So I thank you so much for sharing that. Um, but one question that I do have for the listeners, cause I have a tendency to find people who are like, well, I'm the exception. Now I know you hmm. did say that this is a little advanced. This is a more tactical level. It does take practice, but you can be a very focused and efficient, like, productivity, like based person with these triggers, but for those who are like, yeah, but I'm not that like type a kind of person or whatever else, like is, can anybody do this in your opinion? And you know, I think that you have to find what works for your personality, but at the same time, we have to know our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you're not a type A person, my type A people are like, they're going to gobble this up just because that's already their strength, right? Like I love a little checklist on a post-it every morning, like, woo. but my people who are like, I just want to flow through the day. Like 
that's great. As long as you are creating boundaries in your life and you are able to follow through on the priorities that you've set for yourself, if that's happening, keep doing what you're doing. But if that's not happening, you have to be willing to try something new and remember that everything's hard until it's not. And also permission to make permission to make something that works for someone else, your own. So, you know, I learned the, the time blocking for one of my best friends and business besties, Chelsea Joe Moore, but she doesn't do it exactly like me, but I took her process that helped me become more efficient, more productive, more focused in my life, but I made it work for me and my personality. So what I always say is try something, but give it a long enough shot, give something 30 days before you trash it. And I've also learned the hard lesson to never say never. I'm like, I'll never do that. And then every time I'm like foot in mouth, because I, I do do it now and it does work. (laughs) So try something for 30 days, be open and pray because every time I get stuck on something, man, I am, this boundary's not working or I'm afraid to use a planner because I feel going to feel restricted. Just pray, God, show me the way, show me the, my way that you've picked perfectly for me to get this thing accomplished or to be more productive or to accomplish more in my priority list. He has the answer for you, whether it's what I've gone over today or someone else or a book, or just sometimes he just prophetically plants an idea in your heart or mind. God has an answer for you. And so God pray, try something before you knock it, never say never and know that you can modify it to work for you. Amazing. I love it. Thank you for giving that answer. Um, Stephanie, you are incredible. I love your podcast. I like listen to almost every episode. I wish I had like all the time in the day to go back and listen to like the 300 plus episodes that you had before I found you. Um, (laughs) so if people want to connect with you to learn more from you, where can they do that? Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sasha. This has been such a fun conversation. Um, you guys can come find me at stephaniegas.com. That's S T E F A N I E G A S S. And then I have a podcast, the Stephanie gas show, which is for the, uh, woman of faith who is trying to start a podcast or grow a business God's way tired of social tired, tired of the hustle, tired of showing up 24 seven. You want to do the things I said today effect, you know, less do do less, better show up in your life and actually grow a business of income and impact, but be present with your kids and your life and and be doing it all for the glory of God. So that's the Stephanie gas show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Awesome. And I love that you do it with transparency. I'm big on being real. And like one of your podcast episodes, I remember listening to you, like stum like uh stuttered or something like that. Yeah. And then you, you just like, we're like, okay, restart. And like, but you didn't cut that out. And I just love that about you. Um, you're so real and you help all the rest of us exercise more grace towards ourselves. Um, I will include all of Stephanie's links in the show notes. So you can just scroll down and click that and move forward. And last question before we go, Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. This is fabulous. And, um, I just love learning from you and just the analogies that you bring in examples. So thank you. Thank you again. But last question, what does intentional abundance mean to you? Yes. Well, you asked me, you gave me a heads up that this was coming at the beginning of our conversation. And I knew that there was a verse that I specifically wanted to reference and it's Romans 15, 13, and it's 
May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when I thought of intentional abundance, I realized all that means to me is turning to God so that I can be just abundantly loved by him, which the result of that is joy in your life, peace in your life, an overflow of hope. And this overflow of hope means you begin to touch other people with all the, all the blessings that God's given you. And it's this beautiful ripple effect of, of creating change and transformation in people's hearts and lives and the world around you. And so it means we're just going to overflow with joy and peace because we trust in him so that we can live by the power of the Holy spirit. Love it. That is so beautiful. I wholeheartedly agree. And I thank you for the verse reference too, because that's when I get to go back and um, just meditate on and pray over. So thank you again, Stephanie. Thank you so much to all the listeners for tuning into this. I hope you had your notepad. Um, Don't forget, you can always go back and re-listen. You're welcome to share this with others to um, help them live this life that is filled with boundaries around all their priorities and the things that they are focused on pursuing in life and have a blessed week. All right. That's a wrap folks. Five steps to creating boundaries that stick and being able to prioritize all the things we see you girl. I hope that these bless you. I hope you are able to really run with these five specific things that can help you. Um, I know that they have helped me so immensely. And I also know that this is about consistency. It's also about making a process your own and playing with it to make it work for you. And then having discipline to actually see it through. So love to know what you thought of today's episode. I also want to hear from you. Like what questions do you have that you want me to answer here on the podcast? I have a speak pipe recorder over on my website where you can record me any question that you want and I will answer it live right here on the podcast. Go to stephaniegass.com slash contact and just leave me a question, whatever's on your heart or if you have a testimony you want to share with the communities, uh, we'd love to hear from you. stephaniegass.com slash contact. Uh, May God just pour his love and grace over you today. May you be filled with the Holy Spirit, just knowing that he has got you, that his path is laid right there beneath your feet. And all you have to do is continue to walk it, that he is holding your hand and leading you and guiding you in each step. And that there is an answer, a biblical answer to every problem that we're able to rest easy, knowing that God is the only thing that we need to turn to. And he will wrap us in his love and provide us the answers that we seek. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you back on Thursday. God bless. Did you have fun? Or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com. And head to stephaniegass.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. 
May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.